Wig, did you just say wig? Wig, okay. And we're doing it. Oh, hi, kids. It's Martyr. It's C. Tepper. And this is... Oh, <laughs> Caitlin's it's... audio broke, at least. Ah, oh, goddammit. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, no, you're thank fine. God. I, I broke out for a second. <laughs> okay. It happens. We're, we're trying to be delicate to our listeners' ears so we don't but spin there. It happens. They, they deserve it. <laughs> yeah um what a lovely summer night we're having at the moment um and we 90 have degrees two, 90 degrees um brooklyn summer night for me um and we have some lovely guests caitlin we should get right into it because they literally have a gig right after in this. like an hour <laughs> <laughs> so um who are we talking to who are we doing we got the dragon sisters i'm gonna have you Ooh. both introduce yourselves so we can recognize your voices <laughs> <laughs> Hi, working out. We are the Dragon Sisters. This is Issa. And my name's Odessa. And we're the Dragon Sisters. Love, 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 love. The busiest intro you like that? Yeah, I love it. The busiest people in all of Brooklyn slash Manhattan slash currently Jersey City. Honestly. I think you are. You're everywhere. We love it. Y'all are everywhere. That's what happens when you get two managers. Oh. Two That's managers. True. She's my manager and I'm her manager, so. Love. <laughs> We're just trying to spread it wide. Spread it wide. Yeah. Lay it thick. The city needs it. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> so, how was your pandemic? It was um, just as shocking as everyone else's pandemic was. Mm-hmm. It was also very fruitful because we had a lot of time to spend together in the lab, un- not distracted by our nine to fives, which we currally do not have, and they can us next lifetime um they gave us the opportunity to like focus solely on this yeah solely on the dragon Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. you know without feeling guilty or or not making rank you know and we don't mean to say that we pray for the pandemic but we did pray for this kind of time yeah a lot of time praying together (laughs) not an exaggeration lighting lighting Mm -hmm. candles uh, for this very these this very year that we would be able to focus very um Intent. concentrated yeah mm-hmm. on on our on ourselves and in our craft and y'all are killing it you really Literally are really everywhere you're like the biggest names that i feel like have come out of the brooklyn scene in a hot minute like i've been hearing yeah. about y'all for a really long time and it was great to finally see you perform and that's a high compliment because <laughs> You know the girls. You know, I you do. Know the, y'all know what's going on. <laughs> you know, out here. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you both from originally? I'm originally from Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. East ah. from Bronx. Oh. Um, but so, we met in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're based in Brooklyn. We're based in Brooklyn, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> How is it like growing up where you came from? Um, you know, it, you know, I definitely always had that feeling like this is, is never going to be enough and I definitely got to get out of here. And as a child, I really didn't have a lot of um, goals. I didn't have a lot of dreams. Um, I was dealing with a lot of things. I had uh, vision problems. I, my hearing was terrible. Oh, wow. Diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, there wasn't really, I had a lot of things against me and there wasn't anything that was like really driving me to do anything or be better. And then I snuck to a dance audition for my high school dance department. And even though my GPA was way too low, they let me in. And a year later, my GPA shot up and then I ran the fuck out of there with the boarding school for dance. Uh, something about the arts will really get your grades up. Yeah, it really will. I mean, just focus, not concentration. An ex- not an exaggeration, it really did change my life. And because I was able, you know, because I was, I found discipline and and that craft at that in that age, I took it very seriously. So then I went to boarding school, finally got into a really good college for dance, and then on the first day of school, I met Issa. That's crazy. Yeah, I love that. In the cards. Yeah. 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 You what? Was it University of North Carolina? 
Yes. Uh, yeah. That's what it's called. Okay, gotcha. And then, of mm-hmm. course, I got kicked out because I have a mouth. Ooh. How do you get kicked out of college? Oh, we need to hear, babe. Well, it wasn't kicked out. I, the thing about this school is that you don't have to get asked back. So uh, she got kicked out was more so that she didn't get asked back. Gotcha, she told gotcha. me I had little professional comments. We love a girl that speaks her mind. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> when That's y'all met. really was. Yeah. When y'all met. You stood up for yourself. And they were like, they were like, uh, Issa, don't hang out with Kane because she's a bad influence. And we we're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here, girl. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just did like Bonnie and Clyde just ran. So, yeah. <laughs> When you met how better school, SUNY Purchase. You know, it was the training was everything that we needed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The environment, the community, the network was everything that we needed. It was close to New York. So Mm -hmm. we were, you know, able to access that, you know, the magic of the city and the opportunity that was in the city. Um, So everything happens for a reason, you know? There's a huge amount of Brooklyn Queens who are from Sunu Purchase, like who all went there. Yes. So <laughs> there's Miss uh, Jade went to there's Miss Jade. There's Fifi Dubois, who's the person who we saw in drag. A lot there's of McGriddles. There's a lot yep. of McGriddles. Jay was actually the person who put me in drag. Spinderella went to Purchase. Spinderella went to Purchase. Not that she's a drag queen, but she is on the scene. Jason Rodriguez from Pose, she also went there. Yeah. All the girls. Everybody. So, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna keep my thumbs off so I can put my voice on. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get into drag? Because I, you obviously guys have a uh, dance background. So, how did that like translate over? Yeah, we um, we had both been in these positions where we were dancing for our dream companies, doing our dream jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, after. Right, dream jobs. Yeah. <laughs> After studying together, you know, building up for this thing, just so focused on like being a dancer in a company doing this thing. And once we got there, you know, the 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 fantasy dulled out. The fantasy did not live up to the reality. Um, and like any job, there's gonna be things that could be better that you know that once you get into the thick of it, it's not everything, you know, the 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 glitz and the glamour and the and the traveling. The traveling was amazing. But it got, we got to a point where we were like, um, there's something more, there's something more, there's, some, there's more that we can give, there are cumulative uh, skills that we have that could feed you know, our personal vision and not just you know, us working through someone else's vision. Um, and because we were working in the arts and you know, everyone has to find ways to supplement their income, we started working with a designer named Daryl Thorne who is a really big nightlife queen Yes, very, very popular. Very Do you remember Evie Oddly's uh, finale look? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That had been. Yeah. Yeah. So Daryl was actually the first person to put us in drag together and tell us that the two of us had something special together. While all of our friend groups, you know, saw it and felt it, and all of our family felt it and saw it because we were best, we've been best friends since we met. Throughout our school, we people would cast us together like there's something there. Yes, but. Before that change, before that, it was happening less than it was happening more, where you know people were noticing us. noticing us as a as a as a as a thing together. So he d- he was um, getting booked for a lot of corporate corporate events, a lot of uh, Brandon Boss Entertainment, a lot of things at the Sony Hall, a lot of Daybreakers, a lot of big big parties in New York City. And he was always hiring us and dressing us alike. So. Usually there was like a there was a big cast or a small cast, but always we were like the two pillars. So then we, you know, really kind of fell in love with the idea of being nightlife queens because you know it was like all of a sudden we were that, except we weren't doing our faces, we weren't playing our looks, we weren't booking our own gigs. And then we started working with a, a, a singer named Ariana the Rose, where Issa was in her show first as an, a character called Aurora, which was you know very intergalactic uh, space jammy show. It's really fun. I hope if you've ever seen it, um, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, I'm sure it's coming back in the fall. It's called Light and Space. Um, exploring all the music of Ariana the Rose. And Issa one day couldn't do the show. So then I started doing the show. So then I was her understudy. And then we started splitting this role of this 
solo thing. And then all of a sudden we got the opportunity to do it at the same time. And then we went to LA. We met a guy named Spencer Ludwig. Spencer Ludwig was like, we would love you to have, to have the two of you come before my parties. And we said, well, what would you like us to do? And we said, he said anything. So we said, well, what a perfect time to create an act. What's a, what a perfect time to put a name on it. Issa had already been doing drag as a solo performer and I was playing the role of security and best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and we just thought it was the time and the perfect moment to launch off the Dragon Sisters. Uh, so it was really accumulation, an accumulation of experiences that led to it. But now we're making music. Now it's this, now it's this big monster that we can't control. <laughs> How do you come up with the name the Dragon Sisters? I used to call Issa my little dragon. Aww. Aww. We together, so then we became the Dragon Sisters. I love it, especially because it has the word dragon in it. <laughs> it just so felt appropriate too. I think it was just like it made sense. It feels majestic. It feels ethereal. It feels powerful. It feels, it feels feminine. It feels graceful. It, yeah, it's um, something that that is that that's like is is shared through all cultures and all corners of the world. Like every every part of the world has a tail of a dragon. Mm -hmm. So that it really fit us. It's universal. I, it always makes me think of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Game of Thrones was really, really hot when we first started. Uh, thought it was based off of that. Or that it was oh, like, no. You know, oh, Daenerys. And we, we, <laughs> we didn't we even watch the show. Either. So we would we would be stumped <laughs> when we would ask questions. We would be like, oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean... Uh, your performances are iconic and legendary, just like a dragon. So I'm here for it. <laughs> the name works. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you've said that you're equal parts hip hop, pop, and classical art. What inspires your art? Um, mostly uh, our training, our combined training. You know, we did, we've been dancing and training and performing together since 2009. So there's a lot of things that have we have shared and rubbed off on each other. Um, and as well as just living in this fantastic city of New York City, like me and Issa are big fans of the theater, we're big fans of the museum, we're big fans of going outside, we love to camp, we love to uh, support all of our friends who are visual artists, musicians, so we see a lot of shows, we see a lot of theater. Um, Where we come from and who came before us is a huge inspiration mm -hmm. and influence for us, yeah. as well as, you know, with looking back, you also have to look forward, so the children, teenagers, our teenage little sister is a huge inspiration, I would say. It's like, you know, what's what's the future? What's to come? We're also teachers, so we're constantly teaching younger students and older students and peers. So like bouncing bouncing off dialogue and 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 interest in ideas and theories and all kinds of things. What do you teach? Oh my God, so many things. Uh, mostly contemporary forms. We also okay. teach heels class. Um, but yes, yeah. heels class coming soon and give me September. Yeah. Look out for that. Martyr needs that. We teach contemporary, we teach modern, we teach ballet, we teach jazz, we teach heels, we teach aerobics, we teach anything that fits in between any of those things. Because you know, as dance, things sometimes mesh. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to take a class. Damn. <laughs> coming in the fall, really a uh, uh, consistent teaching schedule is coming. Yes, I'm going to show up. <laughs> Open I took my levels, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, I took my first dance class this past Tuesday, and I'm still sore, so what? I'm scared. What class was it? It was Laomi's Vogue class. <laughs> oh. She kicked that. <laughs> you went in for the big dog. You like first class. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I've been wanting to learn voguing for a while now, and then she offered it, so I was just like, I have to take it. So, and then Caitlin's done it before. Um, I haven't done voguing. I have a background in dance too. But... Mm. Oh, nice. Check when out I was young. Loose. Check out Loose. L U Z. That's the name. L U Z. She's at Gibney. Yeah, on Tuesdays as well. But she's actually Laomi's daughter. Oh, oh, love that. Yeah. We need all the classes. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Um, so my last question for this section is, what were your early performances like? Were you always so in sync? 
early performances. Yeah, oh, like yeah. when you would, you joined for for. I would say by the time we mm-hmm, by the time we started the Dragon Sisters, we had been already mm-hmm. building and working together for years. So I do I would say that yeah, when the Dragon Sisters began at, with a name, it was it was like we were in sync. We had the same vision. We were on the same page. We were ready. We were ready. You know, we were, <laughs> we we waited till we had everything in the bag and all the tools in the basket to you know present it how we imagined it. Um, so yes, I would say we were in sync from the beginning of the Dragon Sisters for sure. Um, it's definitely gotten better. It's definitely been refined. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we wrap up, I just want to ask: Do you have a favorite dance style, mm-hmm. or do you like everything? Um, I like everything. I um, like doing what I want. <laughs> Her favorite dance style is on the dance floor. Is what uh, I like. Freestyle. Freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I would um, say to give you a real answer for that. Yeah. Me, one of my favorite styles of dance is like the Martha Graham technique, and I feel like it's taught me and Issa a entire like a, a lot about the power of the body and the power of the, of the world around you. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we trained intensely together, side by side, and. So it, it really does like feel like it lives inside of our body and in between, and, forms. and inside of our friendship as well. Ah, I love that. Yeah, uh, power of dance, girls. I love it. Okay. What? They really just gave a beautiful answer, Caitlin. I I like that. You ruined it, Martyr. <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, before I embarrass myself more in front of these stunning queens, um, let's take a little break. And um, we'll be right back. We're gonna talk about the summer Bushwig that you guys did last year and are still doing um, and talk about some more projects that are upcoming. So we'll be right back, kids. And we're back. We're back. Just putting on some lip gloss. Yes. Um, I love this like, and mascara. I know they're like um, our viewers obviously can't see, but they're just getting ready in front of us, and, and it's kind of fun to watch. So and, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Caitlin are looking like scrubs on we our bed. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no scrubs. A scrub we're so funny. You no know, love for me, and we love y'all. Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> um let me get into the next question also known as a okay <laughs> um so we talked a little bit about your uh dancing style um what would like what would you say inspires your song choices because i know you guys do a lot of rap and hip-hop performances our pe- present, past, and future. I mean, you know, I hip hop like is in our bones. Hip hop is in our bones, and it's also like we when we decided that we wanted to, you know, not only write music which we've been doing for a while, but give it to the world. We wanted to make sure that it was stamped with like some some parts, some really serious parts of us. Um, and that being said, like where we came from, how do we start off? Uh, the people that helped us get here. Uh, and where, and mostly, where do we see ourselves? You know, how do how do we place ourselves into our chosen futures? And and we chosen futures um, because we do believe a lot. We all have the capability of pulling ourselves out of our situations, as treacherous as they might be. Sometimes uh, we do have the power to change our narrative and change our stories and be the directors of our own lives. So it, it, it's been uh, it's been some storytelling, you know. Everything we say isn't true, but we are hoping that one day it will it will it will be. That's a hip hop, yes, because hip hop is you know so prophetic in that way that we're always you know speaking of the better self. We're always talking about who we want to be, what we aspire to look like, what we aspire to offer. Always remembering where we came from. Mm-hmm. I'm from the Bronx, you know, it's the birthplace of hip hop. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, there's nothing realer to me, um, especially just like the thought of reclaiming it. 
Uh, because it always also, even though it is where I come from and it is my home and it is in my heart, it always felt like a space too that I was excluded from hip hop. Mm -hmm. So mm. yeah, that's another reason for our song choices and that it's like, no, this is ours too. Mm -hmm. I could yeah. definitely see it. <laughs> yeah. What can you tell us about your EP, The Fine Print? It's dead ass. <laughs> it's so good. I was listening to it on Spotify. It's such a vibe. It's all a mood. <laughs> thank, you. Oh, thank you. The EP, it has been something that we always wanted to do, but didn't, didn't realize what it took to get there until we were in someone's mom's basement recording it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so good for someone's basement. I'm like, oh, so I can't stand up here. Okay, no, 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 I'm gonna record. I'm gonna record. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Baby <laughs> rhythm and flow. We're like the boxes like falling up. We're like, Whoa, oh my god. Hey. <laughs> it was very flow. Oh, hustle and flow. Rhythm and flow too. Is a t-shirt. I hope that's come back. Should we <laughs> for rhythm and flow? It's already being done. <laughs> no, but um. Yeah, the fine print is kind, kind of very much, just very much IMO, telling our story um, through our own lens. Because um, who better, who's going to tell our story better than us? You know, uh, recognizing where we come from, recognizing our ancestors, and, you know, speaking that word, using that, using that tongue um, to place ourselves where we see ourselves in the future. Yes. And also, it, you know, because we are, you know, we, we are people, we're performers, collaborators, artists who in most of our brainstorming, visioning, what we see ourselves is on stage, you know? So we were wanting to create a soundtrack that would kind of support and be the beginning of a show that fully belonged to us and was fully coming from our voices and our hearts. And, you know, of course, we had to start with the sound, you know, we to, to make a show that, that that felt like it was for us and by us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we definitely created it imagining the performance. It sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, speaking of performance, um, you performed, I feel like in all the boroughs of New York at this point, um, what are some of your favorite venues or performances that you've done? Uh, <laughs> it's a fantastic thing to be on your own bill, curating your own evening, you know, deciding who's around you. Um, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing that is a, that comes with a lot of privilege. You know, it's a responsibility. It comes with a lot, but it comes with a lot of responsibility. So it's always a wonderful thing to be producing our own shows because we are curators in many different facets, but. It's also another kind of key to, you know, you pop into somebody's gig and give it the one, two, and then, you know, meet some new people who you probably wouldn't have met in your own crowd. Um, right now, I'm really, really into industry. We just performed there. Y'all the were so good. You freaking turned it. Like, they weren't ready for you. They were not ready. But and I was, was ready. I was ready, but they weren't. That was our first time performing in Manhattan at a club as a Dragon Sister. So that was really awesome. And we'll also be hosting our own show there. <gasps> oh, wow. Congrats. So, uh, that will, through. Yeah, we'll be releasing the dates for that. Um, but, you know, $3 Bills yeah. has felt like a home to us. It is, a, it is a venue that we love. The staff is amazing. It's very close to our home. It has the technical capabilities that anybody would ever need to put on any kind of magic on a stage. Yeah, and we fit on that stage. It's huge, yeah. you know? Yep. The space, you know, really suits us because we're giants. Yeah. But Which is not the case one of everything. my favorite spaces, <laughs> one of my favorite spaces in Brooklyn is is not as large. But come on, everybody, the yes. family, the 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 yes. staff is so welcoming. Has been so great to us. They've yes. they've taken care of us so well. Yeah, shout Every out to Eric. That we've been there. Shout out to Eric. But come on, everybody is equally, you know, a a drag space as it is a music space. They, you know, support their artists, and that that I appreciate about Come On Everybody. It's mm -hmm. like they have they have that that balance for the community, um, mm -hmm. and there's something for everybody there. I feel like they also have so many different types of shows in that space. Yeah, and we also, you know, just those amazing. We love the salsa room. 
We love Sony Hall. We perform a couple of times at World Trade, which I love. The World Trade Center, which I'm like, that view is just so sick. Um, Natural History Museum, I love that space. Just everywhere. You all are it. literally oh. everywhere. I, I also love Lincoln Center. If I really, if mm. there's friends. <laughs> I mean, that makes that sense, though. <laughs> I haven't been yeah. on that stage, but she has. Ooh. That's incredible. <laughs> that You have yeah. to be the best of the best to get up there. So Yeah, mm -hmm. so congrats. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My first time on that stage was actually catering a Dolce Gabbana party. And I was like, oh, bitch, I got to get here. Yeah. <laughs> next year, I auditioned and got in. Yes, as you deserve. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, I feel like y'all are one of the queens of Bushwig. And I feel like you're one of the big Bushwig um, breakout stars. What was that like? <laughs> Oh, we love Knockdown Center. It was epic yeah. to perform there. The first time we performed at Bushwick. Then epic again, just the community, the amount of people that come out to Bushwick, it mm -hmm. just, it's just like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, just to see such as the, the sea and the crowd, the community um, of Brooklyn coming together. And it's, it's just like a, it's like a, such a festive time. Not not just you know the 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 day of Bushwick, but like that whole weekend and that moment, even at bars that are not related to Bushwick, it's just such a such an experience um, that I love. I love to see people out. It's like a second pride, you know. And, and for me, Bushwick is so is so iconic and so legendary. It's kind of scary sometimes for people to say, "Oh, you guys are like staples there. You guys are like the some of you know one of the two of the Bushwick queens." And it's like. You know, we just want to, you know, tread lightly as far as like how how we are, you know, entering the community because it has been a community that's been around for way longer than we have. And we just always wanted to let people know that we are like just so honored grateful. and grateful to be a part of it because it is it is a, it is truly the biggest stage for drag for, you know, queer performers ever. And for us to be included is just a dream. We love some humble queens. That was beautiful. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna use one of your quotes that I really liked. You said that we we like to show skin. We're artists who do drag, but we don't tuck our pad. It's very much our bodies. And you talk about um accentu accentuating your natural frame because for so long it felt awkward about how thin and tall we are. What can you tell us? How did you find some body acceptance? <laughs> Yeah, the realness. Well, you know, being so similar, finding our confidence in each other and like, you know, always being each other's biggest cheerleader has helped in so many ways. You know, like, I feel like our biggest superpower is that we have each other, you know, because we've been able to pull each other out of crazy, crazy, crazy dark places and also like help has have individually helped each other get to such a beautiful place in our lives uh, through the power of our friendship and our sisterhood. So just being each other's biggest cheerleader and always there for each other has just really helped us build confidence mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, when I met Issa, she definitely didn't have. And when she met me, I definitely didn't have. I mean, we were wearing our, our insecurities very differently. I was, I was like very loud and flamboyant as I am still. But I was like kind of like masking that. And Issa was living her life as a straight man in all black who didn't speak at all. And wow. you know, somehow in there we kind of like emo kid. Yeah, emo kin, <laughs> emo kin double seven. And um yeah, really definitely really nurtured that, each other. Definitely that I think when it comes to like body image, you know, we all have our things. Mm. And even, you know even people who you wouldn't expect. And I think that's important to represent uh, ourselves. I think it's important to represent ourselves confidently and naturally. And, you know, when, when it comes to drag and our drag style, you know, there's this exaggeration of those things that um, are already there. Yeah. you you both look so beautiful on stage. I can't even imagine having body issues because 
you look like supermodels. <laughs> if only I could be tall and skinny like that. <laughs> um, we came from, I mean, you know, yes, we are tall and we are thin and we try to eat as well, as best as we can and we work out and blah, blah, blah. We're very active. But, you know, in the dance world, there aren't really a lot of tall people. There aren't a lot of tall thin, and then you put them on top of that. Like, yeah, I know. It's really, and most of, when we were in school, most of the, you know, presenting as male people in our classes were a foot shorter than us. You wow. Know? And, you know, as a guy, you know, wanting to be able to move fast and be athletic and be able to hit the floor really fast and get in the air really fast, mm -hmm. like, it's really just something that makes it a lot more difficult when you're six four, you know what I mean? To and and because everyone around you is five six or five to five eleven, now you're not getting cast for pieces because now you still got like a sore thumb. Uh, and the other people you partner, all the all the all the tall, tall women, and then that's a whole nother other thing. So mm -hmm. yeah, and I I I I would say that I was. I was bullied in my first job because of how thin I was, because everyone was so, you know, built like a brick house and mm. huge arms and huge legs and were able to do, you know, superhuman strength kind of thing. So like, I didn't necessarily feel like I had a, I belonged. Yeah. The dance world is just so crazy with body image. It's just like out of control. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Thank you for sharing that with us. That was, that was powerful. Thank you. Um, of course, anytime. No, I, th I think we, uh, uh, drag performers, performers in general always have that kind of uh, stigma and um, where am I going with this? But like- it's Just the beauty standard, it's, it exists. Yeah. But when you're presenting it, when you're presenting, mm -hmm. when you're presenting, a, you're creating an image, you, you, know, you overanalyze it, you think about it so much more because mm -hmm. you have to be intentional with what you're giving yeah. out. So yeah, you want you you know you you want to yeah you you think about it a lot. So we, we do think about it a lot. We do think about it intentionally, but we also present and want to create that balance of like mm. it's not just you know it's tall skinny like there's you know there's there we try to include the parts of ourselves that are not you know accentuate the parts of ourselves that are not necessarily you know like desired um, attributes. Mm. Uh, yeah. or, expected um you know beauty standards mm -hmm. yeah um for our last question for this little segment um what from like the dance world and music world have you used in um and transferred over to your drag performances mm, our training you know not definitely that gram technique that gram technique she'll have you real hop on these four inch heels <laughs> yes definitely the ballet technique and dance um and just like the perspective you know that mm. the perspective of like not what art is because you know that is subjective but to have to have taste that has been affected by years of experience you know what I mean and not necessarily like you know being that 16 year old who had speaking to myself who before I did dance knew nothing about what theater was, knew nothing about the pioneers of modern dance or fashion or architect or stage design or drag performance and just having knowledge. I feel like it 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 just informs its power, it's power and yeah. it informs you in so many ways. And you know, you can you can feel that that's something that everyone doesn't have the, the, the privilege of having, you know, an education in fine arts. Not that it makes us any better, but it does, you know, give us a little more information. Something, yeah. that, something that we strive for um, in, in, and take from all art forms that we've dabbled in. One thing that I would say that we really take as influence from all of the art forms and genres that we've dabbled in is just creating a moment um, and changing the energy of that moment. Change, you know, using the tension of a, of a room and affecting it. Meeting people where they're at and taking them somewhere else. Yeah. Um, 
which is useful in all art forms. And music really has the power to do that, I think, because mm -hmm. anyway, I mean, you can, you can access it anywhere around the world. You can listen to it and not have to look at it. You don't have to come to a performance. I think that, I think that all is like channeled into our music right now is that feeling of like creating a vibration and sharing it. And that whole like 360 full view 24 seven idea of like what immersive theater is and what energy and energy, what immersive energy. performance is and like, what does it feel like to go? Issa was before the pandemic was in that show Sleep No More. And ah. We've we, hmm. we also produced some small scale immersive theater work ourselves. And how does that relate to drag? How does creating an experience as soon as someone comes into your venue, as soon as anyone comes into your venue, blur the fantasy and the reality. What is the experience they walk into and walk away with um, is really important to us. And, you know, being Brooklyn Queens, the only experience we ever want anyone to ever feel is love, kindness, shared confidence, positivity, community, good motherfucking vibes, okay? <laughs> yes, yes, you deserve it. If you yes. came out of your house and you came to the show, you deserve to have a good time. Yes, we, mm -hmm. are, we are not. We are not those shady queens. We are not the, on the girl. We are not comedians who get on the mic and talk trash about the people who paid to come see you. That is not our spig. That is not our spill. That is not what we do. And please don't bring that to our venue. <laughs> most of all, girls, the girls have Preach, trauma. Mama. Okay, the girls have trauma, and we don't deal well with shade. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, do with, we do with Shay differently. Ooh, but yeah. Neither way is well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and on that note, I think we should take our last little break. Little break. Mm -hmm. And we'll be right back with mm -hmm. our usual little shitty question. <laughs> Bye. We'll be right back. Kids. Let's get shady on that note. Oh, we will. Let's get shady. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, kids. Bye. Bye. say this is Caitlin's question but I'm gonna reward it a little bit you could uh, I mean however yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so a lot of people start drag nowadays kind of start drag to get on a television show um I don't see that for y'all um that not in a shady way not in a shady way but like in a sense what do they like, want to do it <laughs> I, I'm not um I, I can see it <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to see you on TV. I'm just saying no, the, the way you've been speaking about like how you perform and how what you bring to other people. It feels like if you get on TV, great. But I feel like you guys don't need TV. Does that make sense to you? Was I just being a bitch? I might have just been no, a bitch. No, 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 no. <laughs> but would you do it? Would you do any of the yeah. shows? Well, in not just the main one. In response, yeah. We are definitely looking to be on TV. Absolutely. Okay, go, go on, bitch. <laughs> we definitely will be on TV. Yeah. We will be on TV for the reason of Miss RuPaul's Drag Race mm -hmm. TV show. But before, three weeks ago, it was a hard no. It mm -hmm. was a hard no. It was a hard no. It was a hard no because one, two, three, X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. um, but me and Issa have been stepping so deep into our divine purposes and our, and, and have, you know, at this point, we have taken hands off the wheel and we're letting our ancestors guide us. So and who knows? And we've also noticed that everything that we've ever thought was not for us has been very much for us, you know? Mm -hmm. So we are now deciding that not only will we be auditioning for the season, um, but that we are, we're taking the expectation from ourselves that that is not for us. We do, we, we flushed that down to that I love that. And I no, do no. And you know, like for a long time, ABC and one, two, three were reasons why we didn't. But like, this mm -hmm. is not adding up to that. It doesn't mm -hmm. seem like this is adding up to that. Same thing you just said. Yeah. And then, also, and then also, you know, like we were also in a place where we were like, you know, all of our choices are always made because of the knowledge we have, insecurities, mm -hmm. fears, and where our confidence lies. 
And I feel like we were making a lot of decisions in our younger years uh, through fear, through insecurities, through uh, doubt in our own selves. And what does that feel like to make moves when you don't have that in place? What, what does it feel like to, to design your future when you're not navigating and jumping over your insecurities? No, I hear you. No, I think, I think your message and, and a lot of you've talked about already would be great to for more people to hear. So um, huh. I would love to see you on TV. Go um, on I TV. Just, <laughs> we both want you on TV. <laughs> Tell them uh, that. <laughs> so do you have any future projects coming up? So this episode is coming out in August, but anything that you're working on that you could share? Yes, we um, are doing a bi-weekly residency here in Jersey City at 66. So we do a Friday night and a Saturday brunch. We're also at Come On Everybody at every first, second, second Friday um, at Come On Everybody in Brooklyn. We will be participating in the Jack residency on Governor's Island in the first week of August. So please send your love. We will be performing at Playhouse maybe four times this month. Um, as well as a few times next month, we'll be premiering our first show at Industry uh, on the 3rd of August. Our birthday, our shared birthday, which is actually my actual birthday, Issa's drag birthday, August 31st, is coming up. And we'll be in Pittsburgh performing with uh, TQ Live and, and teaching a lecture at Carnegie Mellon University. Uh, we, we also just premiered two films last month that will did their premiere and now hopefully we'll, we'll we're, we're starting to send it out for submissions to some film festivals we have some new music coming out love <laughs> and, booked it blessed booked yeah, it blessed y'all are, are just busy <laughs> oh, oh and if this is coming out in August and yeah. Bushwick is coming around the corner yeah mm -hmm. and if this mm -hmm. is in August this won't be a spoiler if we tell you now and we'll yeah. you know, tell you in confidence that we will be performing on the 29th of this month for Summer Stage with Calvin Klein with our band in Central Park. Yes. Yes. What a great it. stage. Oh, amazing. Congrats. Yeah, that's amazing. Y'all are really <laughs> killing me. <laughs> we love the I know, like a resume right there, bitch. And it's for like, what, the next two months? Yeah, literally just like the next month is like 5 million gigs. Oh, <laughs> uh, you sound so busy. I, I don't envy your schedule, but I go off it. <laughs> People say all the time, happy with your schedule. <laughs> Listen, it's a full-time gig, so it, yeah. I, I, yeah. it sounds amazing. So congrats to both of you. Okay, I'm not complaining. This is what I asked for. Mm -hmm. This is what we asked exactly, for. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. We burned a lot of candles for this moment. Mm -hmm. So what's the best advice you've been given about drag? The best advice we've been given? Yeah, or <laughs> that you have to share with people, whatever. Any advice? Come with your own tips. Always come with your own cash so that when people come to your venue and they got that big old 20 they don't want to give you already got change, <laughs> change that's a good one. That's a new one that is a good one bring your own change don't expect the bar to do it my biggest mm. my biggest um tip or a piece of advice that i got for from doing drag was to be a self-sufficient queen Yes. And that sounds funny coming from us because we're always together. We always have each other. But we do appreciate being independent. We appreciate, you know, having everything that we need with us, not having to ask for anything and just being ready. Always be early. Will Smith said you have to be early enough to watch everybody walk in. And I take that with me every day. And no one is time to leave. You no don't have to stay up all night drinking and kikiing mm -hmm. after the gig. That's a good point. Sometimes you gotta just... That's my favorite part, though. <laughs> 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 Listen, Mama has work in the morning, but I'll still be staying out until nine thirty. And not nine thirty, three thirty. I'm like nine thirty. Nine thirty. Oh, kill me now. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, it's your should moment. We, should uh, we do this question? We'll we'll do, do it. Okay. If they don't have an answer, that's fine. 
we'll just keep okay. going. Okay, mm-hmm. we usually prep our guests for this question, um, but um, since we ran a little late because of me, um, we weren't able to. Um, but we usually ask for like a crazy story that either you've experienced or you've heard about or something that like just left an impression in your mind of like, wow, I need to tell someone this. While in drag or in nightlife, the craziest thing you've ever seen or participated in. Yeah. The craziest thing, I'm going to answer both of us. The craziest thing I've ever seen or heard in my entire life is somebody trying to book the Dragon Sisters as one person. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. That's That's T. Somebody trying to pay us as one person. No. And we always like, was it you that was showing up for free? Or was it you that was showing up? Because I wasn't showing up for free. What? How dare they? How dare and, they? And you're saying, you're saying you know who it is, but mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people do that. Oh, shit. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how many people oh, do, the, do the right thing and don't run their mouth about the dumb shit they do, mm. like our friend. Um, Apparently, I just got a message who it is. I'm not gonna say because I love her. Silly enough running around here telling everybody, "Oh yeah, I got in trouble because I tried to pay the dragons with one person." Duh, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, terrible. (laughs) I I was in the room when that phone call happened. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm like. I love her dearly, but I was like, girl, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, not yeah, this. No. Not no. This. You, y'all are two separate performers. And yeah. We, we need we, to understand that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We, you know, we appreciate being considered that way as two different mm. performers. You know, mm. We do come together as an act. Mm. That's two wigs. That's two pairs of shoes. They're not cheap. That's two Everything. sets of nails that's that's mm-hmm. every single time and we come ready those are management mm-hmm. rehearsals because we can't show up to the venue and, and just do something and just do something because then it looks like i'm just up there doing something mm-hmm. so we rehearse we rehearse first of all yeah <laughs> it's not worth one person it's and not also, worth half the and also like i right. feel like because we are you know queens who have a different kind of background blah 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 we have to stand up for our other queens like we have to make sure that you don't try to pay no other sister act as one person because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. not um, no, I definitely, I definitely talked to her about it. She has no ill will <laughs> and she loves you both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I will not be saying her name on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, luckily for myself and my own sanity, I'm as psychic as they possibly get. So I know everything that's ever always said. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Not ever having to be told to me anything anybody ever says about the dragon sisters. Anytime that word the dragon sisters said, we get a fucking fortune cookie that tells us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, she gets she gets a little radar. They're watching. Love. Um, Caitlin, do you want to wrap up? Oh. <laughs> All right. Our last question is, where do you want to take your drag in the future? To the sky, to the moon. I'm saying yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> hey, they got money. They got money over there, honey. Definitely to the moon. Definitely to the MTV. Definitely to the MTV Awards. Definitely to the BET Awards. Definitely to the Soul Train Awards. Definitely to the Grammys. Definitely to the Oscars. Definitely to all the big names, big stages. I totally see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> Give it like two years. Mm, no. Yeah, Even tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> there I got the EP Sooner. out. <laughs> I know, right? Y'all are on your way. I love to hear it. Um, thank you so much for coming Yay. on our little show. But it means the world. We are, are, you very- to, are you all coming to uh, Odyssey tomorrow? Wow. Oh, Night I keep seeing. I keep seeing all that. <laughs> if y'all want to come, let us know. We'll put you on the list. Oh, maybe oh, I will. Maybe oh, I'm suddenly free. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I want to go. Yeah, five thousand thoughts. We love to hear. We love to see. Um, where can the kids find you on social media? 
You can find me and my sister on any. My sister and I had an act that couldn't flop. <laughs> yes. You can find us on Instagram at yeah. the Dragon Sisters. You can find us on Twitter at the Dragon Sisters. You can really find us on all social media platforms under the Dragon Sisters, as well as all musical streaming platforms as the Dragon Sisters, including and Spotify, all, and also all cash sharing applications as well as the Dragon Sisters. Um, pay them for their talents, kids. There's they, more than one person it. in this act. Yeah, <laughs> they deserve. Mm-hmm. We want to be on your Spotify playlist. Yes. yes. I was like, this is good music to work out to. I think we're on 97 playlists right now, which I'm, I'm like, that's a kind of ass fucking Yes. You deserve it. <laughs> um, <I> know. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining us. Um, it, was a, it was a pleasure. Um, I hope tonight's show goes well. Yeah. And tomorrow's show and every other show that you and have. And all the gigs times. every single day, <laughs> twice a day probably that you have mm-hmm. in your future. <laughs> we you. love to see you uh, succeed. So yeah. we love it. Um, <laughs> so much. We really appreciate you taking the time on getting to know us a little more. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, I was Martyr. I was C. Tepper. And this was Wigan out. Oh, I like that. I like that one. Bye, kids. Bye. I'm C. Tepper. You can follow me on Instagram at C-T-E-P-P-E-R and read my book, The State of Drag, where I interviewed 175 drag queens from around the world. All proceeds go to charity on Amazon.com. Ooh, I love that. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DragTheMartyr. And if you have any thoughts, comments, dick pics, send them to DragTheMartyr at gmail.com. Listen, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Pandora. And catch up with past episodes on work.com. That's W-E-R-R-R-K.com. Artwork for Wigging Out was provided by Glitter Baby Online. That's Glitter Baby Online. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha!